What's up guys? Before I get into today's episode, I wanted to take a moment to tell you about Anchor. Have you ever considered making a podcast of your own? Because Anchor has all the tools you could possibly need to create a podcast within its website and app. When you host a podcast on Anchor, it makes it super easy to post it to platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. I use it and it makes posting it to like all of the streaming platforms just so easy. And it's totally free. You do not have to pay anything for this great service. So if starting a podcast is something that interests you, definitely check out anchor.fm on your web browser. That's anchor.fm. Or you can go to the App Store and download the Anchor app to get started making your own podcast today. Hey everyone, I'm your host Patrick, and welcome back to another episode of Not Adding Up. And as promised last week, we are not covering the Oakland County Child Killer this episode after four parts of just terrible shit. But this week I have a new co-host and I'm doing things a little differently because I actually have two co-hosts. My good friends Ariel and Sebastian. Woohoo! Hi guys, I'm Sebastian. I'm Ariel. And Sebastian, Ariel, and I are actually going to be entering into a little partnership. They're going to be helping me with some merch that I'm going to work on and some graphic design in general. And they have a business of their own, Dark Waters Art. And I'll let Sebastian tell you about that. Yeah, so we're um, a little small art business based out of West Virginia. We do a lot of acrylic paintings. Um, Occasionally we do pottery, we make stickers, and we are currently working on our very first coloring book. So everybody check out our Etsy, our Facebook, and hopefully we'll have a website up soon. Um, So yeah, that's Dark Waters Art. I'll definitely tag you in some of my posts coming up. And I saw some of the sneak peeks you posted of your coloring book and it looks really cool. Thank There's you. There's one of like a floating like head with like this tat like a cigarette in one hand yeah. and like scissors and like balloons. People listening are probably like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I promise it looks cool when it's all together. <laughs> so that is what you can expect in the future. Also, I said in the last episode my next few cases are going to be West Virginia cases local to me. And, of course, this is not (laughs) a West Virginia case local to me. But I have good news for the reason why I'm not covering those right now. So I'm actually in contact with one of the families. So I'm in contact with somebody who is going to talk to me about one of the cases I'm covering. And they have an opinion that matters a lot. So we've just been trying to coordinate our schedules together. And I don't want to cover that case without their opinion. They definitely have a lot of insight on the case and the other case is going to be a multi-parter probably a patreon exclusive because like i said the oakland county child killer was like a four-part case and i promised not to do this for a while 
but this is a highly requested case, so I definitely wanted to cover it, and it's been crazy to cover so far, so I will talk more about that in the future. So how are we doing today, guys? You guys excited? Very. Yeah. Very excited. Um, I don't know much about the case that you're covering today, so I'm pretty interested to hear everything about it and kind of form an opinion based on your research. I'm excited. Yeah, I know you're kind of a true crime addict like myself. A so. junkie, I would say. Yeah, yes. for sure. Today's case is on the disappearance of Rebecca Coriam. So we can start with a little bit of background on Rebecca Coriam. Okay. Rebecca was a 24-year-old when she departed from Los Angeles, California on the Disney Wonder cruise ship setting sail for Puerto, bear with me, Val, Valarta, Val, it's two L, so I'm like, in Spanish it's normally like, that's Isn't like a little y. y. Yeah, but like, I feel like this is a, Valar ba thank you Sebastian, that sounds, Puerto, Puerto Vallarta, <laughs> Puerto Vallarta, yeah, 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 well, well, that's, that is our group effort guess on how to pronounce that. But that is where she was heading on the cruise ship. She was a crew member, and her job was in children activities. So she would just kind of work with children all day, like do different group activities, keep them entertained. Kind of like a babysitter almost? Organize events and stuff. Yeah. Like okay. games. Okay, all right. It seems like she was like a really sweet person. She was from Chester, England and recently graduated with a sports science degree from Exeter University. But she deported from where? Not deported, departed. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> she departed from, um, she departed from Florida? Is Los that what Angeles. Said? Los California. Angeles. So was she a U.S. citizen? Like, did she live in the No, US? I think that's, a, that's just where the cruise ship was stopped. And then, oh, okay. yeah, she's from England. Okay, okay. That's where her home is. She was described as a happy-go-lucky young woman. She was very energetic, and that is something that is required by Disney to work there. Do you have to like have that energy and stay uppity up? Mm. A quote from somebody that knew her: "She was the most amazing little burst of energy. You are completely drawn to her, and she loved life." Another said, "She was a lovely girl, not emotional, just like everyone here. Nice." And friendly and happy. Yeah. So good fit. Yeah, painting a pretty normal picture. Yeah. So why is this being discussed in a true crime podcast? Mm. Hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, she seems so far pretty like like a pretty normal person. You know what I mean? Just happy, bubbly Disney worker who takes care of children on this cruise. And it's like. Honestly, before looking into this, I was like, this is crazy what happened to her on a cruise. But then I, then I did the research and I was like, wow, I'm never going on a fucking cruise ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's so common for bad shit to happen on cruises. Really? Like, ridiculously common. I'm going to get into it. But Rebecca was recorded on CCTV footage at 5.45 a.m. on March 22nd, 2011. That's my brother's birthday. Not the 11th part, but the 22nd. That's... An odd co connection. Whenever I started listening to Shukram, I realized a lot of shit happened on my birthday, which is like June 28th. A lot of like notorious serial killers have victims on my birthday. 
there's a lot of freaky shit that happens in June and September. I don't know what it is about those two months, but as like I've read through true crime stuff, I've realized like, there are a lot of murders that happen just like, in those two months specifically. I would like the summer months is just because it's like hotter. Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah, but it's July too would but I definitely I agree with. It's just weird how some months are so prevalent. So when she was making this phone call, Rebecca is wearing what appears to be men's pajamas and she's acting visibly distressed and i put this in quotes because i have not seen the video the video is not available to us as the public okay so on the cctv she was seen making a phone call where she seemed distressed yes and it was like on the international phone line so it was like kind of like i'm assuming it was like it looks like a payphone or there is pictures so she was making it like on like a payphone of sorts mm-hmm. and that is the last footage we have of her. We don't really know what happened after. And that's it. Five o'clock in the morning. Five forty-five in the morning. Mm. It's early. It's pretty early. It is indeed. We're super late. Ooh. Depending on if you've been to bed or not. We're super late. You're in men's pajamas pants. Men's pajamas pants. Yeah. Oh, shut up! Mm. What a thoughtful observation. Because I'm, I mean, I just immediately went to like, well, that's super early. Maybe she had to like get up and like get something ready for like a kid's activity early that morning. But wearing men's pajama pants, it would make sense for it to maybe have been a late night. Or maybe she just liked to wear men's clothes. It didn't, that didn't seem like it was the case. I don't think it would have been like touched on so much. Okay, if it fair. was. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said. The video isn't being released to the public, which is like mm, kind of sketch to begin with, but there's a lot of sketchy shit. That's just the beginning. So after she didn't report for her 9 a.m. shift that morning, so it wasn't a 5.45, because what fucking kids can have a 5.45 in like that on their vacation? No, you're absolutely right. And 9 to like, even if we rounded that shit up to 6, right? Six o'clock in the morning, nine to six to nine. That's three hours. There's no way whatever you're doing is taking you that long to prepare that day. So the crew canvasses the ship looking for her. Nothing. They contact the Coast Guard and the Navy to look in the surrounding areas. And nothing. Do you have a comment? You just what year does it take place? Year? Everyone's like, we already forgot. Sorry, I, didn't, I just can't remember the year. <laughs> <laughs> 2011. All right, so go ahead. Mike Coriam, Rebecca's father, said that Disney disregarded standard operating procedures, which would be to turn the boat around if you were aware of somebody falling overboard. And they were just like... And they disregarded that? The happiest boat on earth, choo-choo. <laughs> that um, makes choo-choo a lot of sense. <laughs> Considering Disney. I mean, yeah. reputation. <laughs> I'm glad that we just skipped over what I, I said choo-choo for a boat. So. I thought it was good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I went along with it. <laughs> I did too. Um, how, do we know how long? Oh, so was it like nine o'clock that they realized, okay, mm-hmm. maybe she's not. So three hours is, is a good bit for, I'm sorry, I don't know how fast cruise ships move. When did they undock from Los Angeles? I think it was the day before. So would they have had to turn like turn around and go all the way back to LA? Or? I mean, just like back in the direction that right. they were going. Okay. To see, like, I think they they can count. Like, I don't know, like, 
guess they wouldn't be able to calculate like when she officially went missing. That's kind of like what I was thinking. Like, would they be able to like narrow down a time frame? Doesn't seem like they even fucking cared. Well, you know, that was kind of stupid of me to even think of because she was caught on CCTV at five whatever. Oh, yeah. So from five to nine is obviously the hour of when she went missing. They could have backtracked their distance from that. Yeah. Period. Duh. And they just were like, fuck it. (laughs) Mickey Mouse is... Mickey Mouse. Trucks on. He's waiting for us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) He's awaiting our arrival. (laughs) The Great Mouse. (laughs) I can make you all just as miserable as you were meant to be. (laughs) So this is just one of the many, many shady things about this case. So this police investigation, quote unquote, like this was not a police investigation. Due to favorable tax policies, the Bahamas is referred to as a tax haven for companies to base their operations and some of their production sites, etc., in order to avoid paying higher taxes in other countries. And this is where the Disney Wonder, the cruise ship that Rebecca was a crew member on, was registered. So the Royal Bahamas Police Force was put in charge of the investigation. Which, like, okay, Royal Bahama Police Force, I'm like, it makes me think of, like, an 80s, like, show with police i don't know like do 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 do, do, do. like i don't know, like like a beach show i don't know but they're shit okay they had one okay and this is another weird thing i don't know if this is a misprint in the article but it said superintendent yeah like i've never heard superintendent referring to like a police officer before has anybody here oh that's what they called the cop or the investigator, the person that the police department sent. They call, okay, so superintendent, okay. I, no, I've never heard them called that. But also, first of all, I want to say that when you said Royal Bahamas, the only thing I thought of was like those guys in Great Britain that stand at attention all the time with the big fuzzy hats. Um, okay. Like you thought of like royalty and, and then when I said Royal Bahamas, but also wearing a lay. A what? A lay, like the flowers around your neck. Sebastian, sorry. This is this is a left turn we did not need. <laughs> well, why are we talking about wigs with lays? That's what Arrow. Uh, <laughs> Arrow's banging the table with her <laughs> water bottle. I have never heard a cop called a superintendent. <laughs> that was the question, and I'm answering it. I also got this side tangent. I just like to give people shit. But he, this Paul Roll, probably pronouncing his last name wrong, all R-O-L-L-E, but honestly, he doesn't seem like a great person, so I didn't put that much research into how, how to pronounce his name. Fair. He spent one day aboard the Wonder, and it was a one-person investigation for this missing person. Like, they sent one person, one officer. They just sent Paul. <laughs> just Paul. Paul on his fingerprint dust. I guarantee you he did not take fingerprints. So he, out of, like, the 950 employees and, like, 2,000-plus passengers, he interviewed, like, 30 of them, maybe. I don't think he interviewed any of the passengers. That's useful. Quite useful um yeah 
That was it. That and literally. What did he do? <laughs> Probably drink some pina coladas That's on the front That's an easier deck. list to make. <laughs> so for sure, this conclusion that Mister Rolly, Rol, Rolly, Pauly came to, along with the ship's captain, is that it is most likely that she was swept off deck five by a rogue wave. Like, very specifically, Deck 5 by a rogue wave, which is fucking terrifying to think about. That's, like, a reference thing that they... they this is, like, nautical terms. is a rogue wave, and it's like, oh my god. Does that just happen? I, apparently. Mm-hmm. Get all... I'm like, the, normally they, like, vacate. Oh. If you hear any big bangs during this episode, I live in an apartment with walls that are essentially construction paper. That's where we're recording. After... (laughs) (laughs) I like the positive attitude. (laughs) (laughs) Disney considered the heartbreaking matter to be put to rest and laid flowers upon the site of Deck 5, which was the alleged uh, site of the incident. And a ceremony was attended by some of the ship's crew. And it was determined not to be a suspicious death at all. So that's how, that's how that ended. You shit me not. And that's the case. Yeah, I'm like, did you guys like being on the podcast? <laughs> I mean, it's pretty extensive research, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but her parents, like, but all three of us, like, don't buy it. It doesn't, I don't know. Well, actually, like, we really don't have any reason not to buy it because we don't fucking know shit about waves and boats. But there are people who do. Okay. And they investigated it. Oh, good, 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 good. So her parents were taken to the ship in a car with, like, blacked-out windows, not allowed to talk to any of the passengers, kept inside. They weren't allowed. It was, like, very, like, hush-hush sketchy. But they also said that Disney was, like, professional and polite, but they just wanted more cooperation, more answers. So it's, like, a weird, like... Well, I'm sure they probably were professional and polite because when you're trying to, like, fuck somebody off... Isn't that what you're going to do is, like, fuck them off with, like, a really nice and positive attitude so they don't realize what you're doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the number one way to be, like, a very effective snake is to do it with a positive attitude. It's just interesting that they use, like, polite, too. Like, I don't, like, I feel like as the family, they'd be, like, like, they would have chose a different word to make them seem a little dirtier. That's true, but also might be, like, a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe, maybe polite is like an uh, an offensive like. I don't know. Not 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 offensive. I, guess, I have six like, percent of my listeners in the UK. I don't, <laughs> is polite somewhat derogatory? Yeah, please. Is it or is it just literally like that they were nice? But honestly, we'll get into something later in the case that makes it seem like they were just like kind of okay, not okay with this. I shouldn't say that at all. But something that's just kind of sketchy. Okay. That has to do with the parents. Oh. But early on, they were like, we got to find our daughter. Like, this isn't, this doesn't make any sense at all. They hire private investigator Roy Ram. And he finds a lot of things that don't add up on this Disney cruise ship. Okay. So the family hires private investigator Roy Ram. And he finds a lot of things about the reports that don't add up. Starting with the fact that the weather around the time of this incident was like not it was didn't call for any rogue waves quote unquote and the waves would have to be a hundred feet 
what? to have to like comply with the story. Can you? That'd be terrifying. I can imagine because the Disney cruise ships were probably ginormous, some big boys. Yeah, like that. Uh, like a hundred foot tall, like wave is exact. But so let's let's just let's just go ahead and scratch the wave theory. That because there's no way that a hundred foot tall wave wasn't spotted. Aren't there people in the top of a ship that yeah, like, it wasn't spotted? I was like, I mean, I think it could happen, but you're right. Somebody else would be like, did you see that wave? Right. Like, aren't there people in the top of the ship that like watch out for oh stuff? Oh my god, you're so right. It's probably Mickey Mouse. <laughs> he's at the top. He's like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, there's there's people like in the top of the I ship. I didn't realize any of that. Like, whenever I do the investigating, I like think like so. I like facts, all the facts. But like, somebody else on the fucking boat would have been like, "Did you feel that goddamn wave?" Right, they're huge wave. Well, also, I know he didn't talk to any of the passengers, but he went on to the boat, correct? Yeah, with the, passengers the, on the boat. Okay, that was the um. That was the policeman, or the superintendent. Oh. This is a private investigator that the oh, family oh, hired. Okay, okay. And I think he was just looking at the reports, and he was just like, even the reports, like, what do you guys like, do? Like, even one passenger would mention to anybody that looks like they're in a, like a position of authority. <laughs> anybody who asked. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, did you see that wave? <laughs> like, are we going to die? The 100 <laughs> fucking foot wave. Like, <laughs> like, I don't care if it's at 7 a.m. I know there's some grandmas, like, power walking oh 100 exactly. there's people i mean just like ariel said at the beginning that haven't even gone to bed yet he also the private investigator ram also finds that the cctv footage has been doctored and the time and the location of the camera were cropped out okay so then how did the how was the conclusion that it was five whatever a.m came to if the cctv footage wasn't visible i think they might have edited it it in. So that's what I'm saying. Like, was the was the actual time? Okay, whatever excuse me. Excuse me. So okay. that's a good question, because like they never question the time. Like they never quite move away from five forty five a.m. But they definitely move away from the fact that it was on deck five. They moved away from the fact that it was on deck five. Okay. But and it's it's pretty much considered that she did make that phone call at 5.45 a.m., but we, ne we never find out who she was making it to, which is another thing that's kind of sketchy. Like, they didn't, like, trace? No. But it's, like, an internet... I don't know if it's, like... Because it's, like, a payphone international thing. I don't, I don't fucking know. But they didn't do that either. And the fact that it's a cruise ship and there's CCD footage everywhere, I'm sure that, like, they would have caught the wave or caught her getting out, like, getting taken off the boat. I was going to say, how is there only one camera that's caught her? Mm -hmm. Is there not a camera on deck five? Is that why they Well, that's deck like five? where they were quote unquote saying she was. But no, we'll get to that. And the family was never given copies of the footage despite numerous requests. They were like shown it, I think, a few times, but like not very. They weren't given. And they could have been shown like a doctor version. Mm -hmm. Disney also said that the fact that there was a sandal found on deck five pointing to the fact that Rebecca was, like, swept from that that area by a wave. And her friends on board said that it was not only not her size, but it wasn't her style. So, like, no and no. That was going to be my question. Is it even her freaking shoe? No. 
So a journalist, John Ronson, who worked for The Guardian, decided to take a trip on the Disney Wonder and do some investigating of his own because he saw, like everybody else, that this superintendent from Puerto, oh no, the Bahamas, mm -hmm. is not going to do anything. He spoke with the family before getting on the ship, and her father is less convinced that she was acting erratically in the footage. She was like, he was like, yeah, she's definitely not like hunky dory, but I don't think it's like anything like crazy. Like I don't think she would have done anything stupid because, as we'll get into, a lot of people were pointing to suicide as mm -hmm. well. That was definitely a thought. And it's also talked about, I think, in the footage that is shown to the family that another younger crew member came up to her while she was on the phone and asked her if she was okay. And they can see her, like, mouth, yeah, I'm fine. Maybe it was not that erratic. Maybe she was. We don't know. We don't have the footage. You mean to tell me that they have clear enough footage that they can see her mouth? Yeah, I'm fine. But they didn't have any other video footage of her around that fucking boat? That they wanted to give. That was reported on. Yeah, no, kiss my ass. If you have clear, like, if you have a good enough video footage to get that close into somebody, then you've got multiple of those cameras. Absolutely. They definitely were covering something up. And they only met with the officer in charge of the case one time, and they never got a final report about it either. But while Ronson was on this ship, he talked to a few crew members. And one of the crew members, when asked about... Rebecca responded, quote, I don't know anything about it. It didn't happen. You know, that's the answer I have to give you. Which is like, sounds like a recording. Sounds like it reminds me of that SpongeBob episode of like where the Krusty Krab had taken over by like that crazy ass company and Squidward's like, they're watching us. <laughs> and then there's like Mickey Mouse like in the closet. Like, ho <laughs> <laughs> ho! <laughs> He asked dozens of crew members, and they all gave him this response, or the story about falling over deck five. So they were saying, we're not supposed to talk about it, or she fell over deck five. So they were coached. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Robotically coached. So Mr. Ronson came to a conclusion of his own. Although he tried numerous times, he could not get a hold of the police detective involved was not being cooperative. And he said that the only place that she could have fallen from was deck four, where there was a jogging track and she could have slipped and fallen while jogging. But there are railings everywhere else and it's just too high. It's just not, it's not possible. And it is also touched on that she was like a fit fanatic. So like the fact that she was jogging, like, I, that makes a little bit more sense and she had a sports science degree. Mm. So that was his theory. Okay, his theory is that she may have fell over deck four while jogging. That's like the only thing that he can piece together. And okay. But he said that, like, he was adamant about the fact that deck five was not, it was not the deck. So another conclusion that he came to was that she was on deck one when she was making that phone call. So, like... He was like looking around the boat and like looking at asking employees for like phone places where where they can make calls and stuff like that. He even asked, he even like had to find like a special employee only pool because he was he couldn't even get to deck five, so he had to go to like deck ten and look down. And he was like, yeah, there's no fucking way because there's a giant wall preventing people from exactly what they said happened. 
falling over and getting like swept over swept by a wave. By a rogue wave. A rogue wave, not just a wave, a hundred foot rogue wave. <laughs> so though that is not um all of the shady surroundings either. So like I said, it's confirmed that Disney was lying mm -hmm. about the case of the incident and not long before she disappeared she visited home to attend a funeral. Rebecca she visited a home in Chester, England. And she shared that she had fears of being sexually assaulted on board of the cruise. Mm -hmm. So there isn't much on this, but this is one of the reasons why her family believes that she was sexually assaulted, murdered, and then thrown overboard. So that was going to be my kind of, I guess, theory. Not the sexual assault. I wasn't thinking that, but unfortunately, now that... We'll get into stuff that kind of points to that. And I'm going to give us time um, at the end. We'll all give up our full theories okay, on what we okay. think. So I'll definitely let you. Because it's literally only theories at this point. Mm -hmm. Her family also says the fact that she was wearing men's pajamas leads like support to the fact, like the theory that she was uh, sexually assaulted and the pajamas were even ripped, indicating a possible struggle. Mm -hmm. And a few weeks... Following the disappearance of Rebecca, her parents received an email indicating that there had been financial activity on her credit card. Oh. And I couldn't find where this activity, what, what the activity was. Her uncle even said that, like, we don't know what it is. Like, we just know it's financial activity. So, but that, I think it was seven weeks. Seven weeks after. Okay, so that completely debunks what I was going to ask. Because sometimes, like... It takes almost sometimes a week for something to, like, post. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah, that's not what it was. Right. No, there's no way. And what would she have been? Eh, maybe. But, like... There's no, no way. Absolutely not. But that, it kind of could be, like, just a random person finding it and, like, waiting a long time to try to use it. Like, even if it wasn't foul play. I mean, yeah, that's true. Like, maybe her wallet was on the ship. You know what I mean? After some, the fact. And, yeah, and somebody found it. And, it, like, they, there was not returned to her with her possessions and her family noted Three years following the disappearance of their daughter, the Corium family sued Disney for $75,000 in USD, and the family settled out of court the specifics of the settlement unknown. But it is known that they are prevented from discussing the case further. Their attorney spoke on the matter, saying the case has been resolved, they're pursuing an inquest in the United Kingdom, but I'm not supposed to talk about the case. What? What does that mean? They're pursuing an inquest in the UK. I think like an inquiry. Like I think they're like they're pursuing okay. a like investigation. Mm -hmm. But like, mm, it seems like a script from Disney, and it's like it kind of sketches me out because we don't know how much money they got. Disney <clears throat> is standing by that one man investigation story that we've already gone over, and the article from two thousand eleven had links to like websites about Rebecca's disappearance and like helping her like find to find her all of those websites were taken down and though I found a phone number two phone numbers for the family and I tried to contact both of them and they were both like disconnected so it's like I think they like really like that the settlement was like you need to stop looking for your daughter now right now and we're going to give you a lot of money but you can't can't say anything else but it is interesting because like I found articles from like 2022 and 2021, 2019, after the settlement, that's saying they still believe that she was murdered, but like maybe they're just 
kind of taking that for granted for fact like obviously everybody you know what I mean but I think that that's sketchy I'm like I don't like every like I can't say that they had like a bad heart for doing it I don't know what happened behind those closed legal doors but that just like makes the whole case a little more unsettling I agree and I don't know my first point is I know it's not about the money of course it's not about the money your daughter is missing and let's be honest your daughter's probably dead but if that were to happen to me and we decided to sue you bet your bottom fucking dollar that I'm suing for more than $75,000 to a Disney cruise ship are you shitting me and there's no fucking way I'm gonna let them settle me out of it out of that pity 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 penny pinching amount of 75k settle me out of it so hard that I am not allowed to talk about what I think might have happened to my daughter that I give up any public effort of searching for her maybe I'm wrong but I just find it really freaking strange it's definitely I thought it was weird too a lot like it's uncomfortable it like it makes you feel very different about the case precisely precisely so like we're getting to like the <clears throat> kind of conclusion of this case and it's like <laughs> I'm trying to do a record scratch like record scratch in 2017 the whole story gets a lot crazier when oh. Tracy Medley comes forward and says Rebecca is not the happy-go-lucky girl that everyone made her out to be Plot twist. They worked together on the cruise ship and they were friends when Rebecca disappeared. She explains Rebecca had a struggle with her mental health and struggled with cocaine use as well. She said in the days before her disappearance, Rebecca was contemplating suicide. Mm. She also says that she is distraught over her sexuality because she is a lesbian and she has been involved with Tracy and it's like a very passionate little love affair they're having. Damn. But it's like also like never... It doesn't seem like they were dating, that they weren't dating, and there's this article that's like, lesbian lover comes forward, and I'm oh, like, clearly she's thing. not, like, that's not what the situation is, but... Honestly, pretty similar background. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I've got a pretty similar background. <laughs> lesbian lover You're like, forward. I'm actually relating to Rebecca a little more now. <laughs> She even says that the night Rebecca went missing that Tracy, Rebecca, and Tracy's boyfriend had a threesome. And this explains why she was in men's clothing on the phone. Mmm, so it was a late night. Going back to your beginning. If we believe Tracy. Now, okay, go ahead. Was the it? quote from her and like why she came forward, she's like, I have a beautiful, I have a wonderful husband and a beautiful child. But people have this perception of me that just isn't true. I want to clear my name. I have nothing to hide. Mm. I'm like, bitch, nobody was talking about you. Literally what I was about to say. What do you mean people have a perception about you, bitch? I, this is the first time I've heard your name, Tracy. Like, and and also, people who say that usually are lying. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> they want people to think about them. I just, I just want to clear my name. I want to put my name out there when it, no one has said it. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Was she mentioned one time in any of the 2011 articles? No. Mm, no. Was she mentioned in like the 2022 ones where they're like, in 2017? Was she? This girl and then she put it all into like a love triangle situation. Like, and, well, not love triangle, but you know what I mean. Like, 
she insinuates that she committed suicide. Yeah. Because she was, like, having this mental break, and, like, she talked to her about suicide recently, like, a few days before, and... Has anyone else ever said that she's been suicidal? No. It's oh. literally just Tracy. And the fact that, like, it really just doesn't sit with me about that she's like, I'm doing this to clear my name, when, like, she wasn't in the media before this. Like, mm. this put her, this put her in the media. Mm. It's, it seems to me like she did this she for quite the opposite. on a little bit of fame, potentially. No, that's literally what I was about to say. Is she just being, like, a trauma leech right now? Because that's mm. fucking horrible, if so. And if not, if it is the case, and this is actually what you think happened, and all of that is true, why don't you just tell her parents and let them do with that information how they wish? Instead of going to the public. Because of the media harassment. Well, that... No, to clear her name. No, I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's obvious that she's saying this shit because she wants attention on herself. Because if you really, truly thought this is what happened to this girl, you would talk to the people that that mattered to. And it's not the fucking public that that matters to. I mean, obviously it does, but her parents are number one. So, yeah, that's just, like, I don't really give much weight to that, but I had to put it in here because it is a part of the case. Fair. So take with that and do with it what you please. If you believe it, you do. If you don't, you don't. It's up to you. And I kind of, this came from the Guardian investigation, this next part. Okay. That took place like soon after, I think it was in uh, 2012 or maybe l- late, late, late 2011 when Ronson went on the cruise. But he got somebody to speak with him after the family like begged them to and... I left this out until the end just to give us a little twist as well and to kind of like go against Tracy's story because I don't I I don't really think it paints the best picture of Rebecca and I think she deserves better than that because she really seems like a like just because somebody struggles with cocaine and is suicidal doesn't make them a bad person but I like the fact that none of the other none of the other reports are pointing to that but this secret tipster who wanted to remain unnamed said that she was with Rebecca the night before they went missing and they were hanging out like normal chatting everything was fine and Rebecca was going to the bar and she said she would meet her there later that night but the girl never went the tipster and she also says that the ship is full of rumors and that there's a lot of like drama relationships because I can see that like working like living with like where you work with these people for sure I mean you're with them 24 7 yeah, and there's mm-hmm. also indication that she had a boyfriend in England, and like that, they had just like a normal relationship. Like they would fight sometimes, but like it was just a relationship. Like I can't imagine being in a relationship with somebody who has to go on a cruise for like months at a time. Right, mm-hmm. it's like nine months that they're away from their families. Yeah, I can't imagine. She believes that she was on the phone with her boyfriend at five a.m. and that's what she was doing, and maybe they were having a fight. But like, couples have fights, and it yeah. was an international phone line. So, like, it could have been a normal time wherever she was calling. Like, I don't know if it was in England. I'm like, I didn't. Oh, that well, that makes sense, though. Right. If she's trying to, like, time up. Because mm-hmm. I have no, I don't know where they were at that specific time, like, in international waters. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know what the time was, but that could also make sense, yes. No, I definitely agree. That's a strong theory about her talking to her boyfriend on the phone. She also takes issue with the fact. She's like, why, doesn't Dis- why didn't Disney come to me or her girlfriend, quote-unquote, and say, can you identify that these are Rebecca's, talking about her, like, shoes. Mm-hmm. And instead, they just, like, put them in her room for when her parents would get there and they'd be like, oh, yeah, those are her shoes, apparently. 
there's just like Disney was doing so. Well, they could also even look at like the footage. camera, yeah. And that's another thing. So she says Rebecca was a risk taker. So she thinks that she was like maybe sitting on the railing and just like enjoying the view of the ocean and maybe like slipped and fell off. Mm, seems risky. And uh, she believes that Disney is covering this up because like clearly somebody should have been around her to see her that like see her fall or somebody should have noticed her fall. They should have turned around. They should have done something different and they mm-hmm. didn't. And they were just trying to protect the brand. Yeah, I mean, that's what it seems like Disney's been doing this entire time. It's just covering up every square inch of what doesn't fit their story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, large corporations, man. Yep. So that's, like, really all the info we have. But there is one thing that makes this case a little weirder. So whenever somebody goes missing on a cruise ship... Their family gets a call from a man named Kendall Carver. And this man is not necessarily associated with any organization. But Carver says that there is an epidemic. He lost his own daughter in twenty in 2004 on a cruise. The cruise ship was called the Celebrity Mercury. Okay. And even though the cabin steward had reported her missing on the second day, they never raised an alarm and they just like went about business as usual so now he keeps track of all the missing persons cases and just gets this like this is like why did this happen to me why is this happening to so many people mm-hmm. and this these are his quotes because it's kind of a little controversial so I'm, like these are his quotes quote think of where these cruise workers are from they're low paid from third world countries on these ships for nine months at a time the sexual crime rate on cruises is 50% higher than the American, than the average American city. There's no police. Once you leave the port, you're on international waters. Why do you, th- who do you think is attracted to working on the ships? End quote. Which is like, there's some things in there I'm like, okay, but there's some things I'm like, oh my gosh. And he is right about the, uh, the Especially sexual Especially international crime rate. waters, though, is like... Well, I mean, with this case, exactly, we've seen that. Who cut, when she went missing, who investigated it? One fucking guy mm-hmm. from the Bahamas. Sipping mojitos or pina coladas. Yeah, <laughs> whatever he was fucking sipping. Um, so everybody just take a guess on how many people have gone missing since 2000 from cruise ships. I know it's going to be an absurd number. Ariel, your guess? Since 2000? Yes, ma'am. And when is this statistic taken? 2022? Yeah, recently. It was a 2022 okay. article. Okay. Mm, I'm going to say like 4,000. Oh, God. Damn, that's a high number. Yeah, that Sorry. is a high number. Okay, yeah. go, go ahead. <clears throat> and ask 400. That's a... I was going to say 200. 400. <gasps> Damn, you said 400. Just add After you said you 4,000. Damn. About 19 people a year. 400 people. That's a lot. It's a lot of fucking people. 19 a year? And that's just missing, not dead. Like, I could honestly... They're not even accounted for. Yeah, that's not including people who have died. That they just know they've Mm -hmm. died. (laughs) That's safe. I mean, if... I didn't think I was ever going to go on a cruise before, but this absolutely just reiterated the fact that I ain't going on a cruise ever. Mm-hmm. Honest to God, I might have, like, a sub-series, like, depending on how this... 
point also probably so easy to get like drugged on a cruise so especially if you work there as like a single young female like a lot of them provide all you can drink alcohol for mm-hmm. a single price there was a story about a 15 year old girl who got served too much and like slipped and fell off the railing mm-hmm. 15 15 right and if you're working with like people's kids like you come into contact with a lot of different people sometimes older men i'm assuming know who the, yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah i didn't even think about that like she probably came into a contact with a lot of people because she watched their kids yeah so she was like a familiar face especially if you're on a cruise ship no police on this cruise ship mm-hmm. In 2017, on an Alaskan cruise, Kenneth and Christy Manzares were on an anniversary cruise. And then Kenneth brutally murdered Kathy, or Christy, excuse me. Kenneth brutally murdered Christy and told authorities that he did it because she wouldn't stop laughing at him. According to all of their friends and family, there are absolutely no signs of anything wrong with this marriage. And even in hindsight, it is pretty much just like a perfect happy marriage. They had had kids, they were high school sweethearts, married for over 20 years and dude just snapped dude just snapped scary cruises man cruises absolutely freaking scary i so here's my theory okay so i think there is obviously some sort of foul play okay and i think disney paid the family a lot of money to get them to stop making noise about the case Mm -hmm. i don't think that tracy's story has any weight to it she wasn't mentioned in any articles so why would she come forward with this, like, headline-grabbing story? I don't understand it. It just seems like a clout-chasing right. thing. I think that Carver had a good point when he said that cruise ships offer good opportunity for predators. Like, all you can drink alcohol, no police, easy body disposal, mm-hmm. international waters, right? strangers... I mean, and realistically, like, if you're going to kill somebody on a cruise ship, it takes 0.3 seconds to throw them overboard, and if nobody saw you, you're good to go. You know? Like, it's... Unless they look at the CCTV footage, but obviously they don't care. I was going to say, obviously, that doesn't even matter. What's your theory, full theory? I think that somebody on that ship did her dirty, and I'm thinking it was probably an employee, which is why Disney went so above and beyond to cover it up. Um, I feel like they would have done that even if it was a passenger, just because it would have tainted their name. I think you're right. But it's a liability, too. But I was going to say, if it's, I feel like it was an employee, because if it was a passenger, they would have less of a, well, we didn't know that that was going to happen. The, that person just bought tickets to our mm-hmm. whatever. But they hired... And trained. And trained, and whatever, all of these employees. So it is especially a liability okay. if it was one of them. Good point. Very good point. Um, so I think that, it, that an employee probably assaulted her, and in, maybe she called somebody back home to talk about it or to tell them because she didn't feel safe telling anybody on the ship. The employee that assaulted her may have heard her, or known that she called somebody and then killed her for it and threw her overboard. Or... Oh my god, that's such a good such a good theory. Thank you. Or she wasn't ever thrown overboard and she was taken off in luggage. That was my theory. Was that she was never even, like, tossed overboard. 
like so it's kind of like a mix of your guys's theories it's like i do think that they <clears throat> paid them off and like maybe even slid them a separate check under the table or something right. just gave them that as like a well all of it's under the table so and seventy five thousand was under the no, table. it was never disclosed amount oh oh okay 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 that's just how much the parents sued for oh okay okay um but i do believe that she was assaulted because they said that the clothes were torn right like yeah. the pajama pants everything and if she, it would make sense if she was like you know distraught and like not necessarily her clothes either right and if she didn't want to like talk about it she would be like yeah i'm fine to somebody that's just like like hey are you okay right yeah i'm fine like i was just assaulted or something mm-hmm. like of the sort right um and then was probably like at that point either like dismembered or whatever brought out in suitcases or brought oh out my like, God, in, like brought out in like trash gory or like well i mean you, you just guys just know. finished the dama series yeah right? yeah i so definitely like, space with the dismemberment i don't know i mean i def the only reason i say i don't know is because you have to have tools tools for that the space I mean, if somebody working there, like an but electrician they, but, or somebody well, works in the Well, to cut basement. through bone, you have to have, like, an actual saw. Well, yeah. And, like, people would hear that. So yeah. I'm thinking, like... Oh, my God. I know, I know. That's awful. It's disgusting. It makes you cringe. But I'm thinking, like... So she... I've seen a picture of her, our victim that we're speaking of, and she's... And she was physically fit. So, like, she was, like, a slender type person. I know you can physically in a big suitcase you can fold a human body to fit into it if they're skinny enough. Yeah. So or if it, especially if like one of like a duffel like, bag or, or something. like a huge even. like wheel out suitcase. Yeah, you know one of those. So like it very well could have been like she was never even thrown overboard, and maybe that's why the CCTV footage was never shown because they don't have any proof of her going overboard. But they still wouldn't. Yeah. There's just, it, the thing is, there's just so many ways this theory uh-huh. can go. Uh-huh. And that's, and there's like little to no evidence yeah. because there was no investigation in the first place. Exactly. It's infuriating and it gives her no justice. Her family has no justice. Uh, and the fact that this happens like, like commonly. Yeah. Or what the fuck is that? Yeah, I definitely want to look into more of these cases. But it's like their family, like, the family kinda thing chose stresses their me own, out. Yeah, they kind of chose their own way of picking justice, as in, like, they can't talk about it anymore, but they got paid off. Like, yeah. Not, yeah. Paid off some is, like... families, like, maybe they're just like that, you know? Like, yeah, you, we're you never going to talk... Yeah. Don't mention their name again. Like, we're not talking about them ever again. Because it just brings up so much pain. Right. So, maybe I mean, it's yeah. just one of those type of families. That could be true. That could be very true. I'm glad you said that. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right, baby, because not everybody heals the same way. So you're absolutely right. But in hindsight, it does look strange, in my opinion. That Yeah. I mean, they just went completely like, hush. The day after, I would think it would, like, I don't care about hindsight. Like, that shit's weird no matter when. Like, yeah. If you are, like, the entire time going against this giant corporation and then just settle out of court and then just shut up about it. For an undisclosed amount of time. The th- I think the thing that bothers me about all of it is that they took down the missing person resources so i mean let's just say that she did fall overboard and her body was found it's not like there's these missing person resources that could it could be reported to they could definitely report it to like the chester police or for like sure the 
Baham, like... But they're not going to know that she's a missing person, is, like, the whole point that I'm oh, trying to get. Yeah, like, yeah. they're... Dude. I think it was just, like, domains that they set up, so it could also be they just stopped paying for it. Okay, the fair, websites. fair. But the fact that I, like, was, like, okay, now that it's, like, it's extra weird with taking it with the Disney thing. A hundred percent. adding them together, yeah. I get the domain thing, but also, like, 2011 is still on the height of Facebook. Like, I don't think they had a Facebook page, though. That's, like, they never did that. Because mm. a case will say that they did, like, a lot of the times cases we, like, they're started a Facebook page and like that will be like a good source of information a lot of the time. Well I wish that they would have started a Facebook page because maybe that would have been helpful. I also with you though I don't think that the story um, that the quote unquote lesbian lover gave has any merit to it. And it's like she wasn't even saying that they were lesbian lovers like it was disgusting media. One of their things they had was like She's now a mother of four, and it had her, like, bent over, ass out, alcoholic glass, like, at a club. And I'm like, why would you put that caption underneath <laughs> that, like... To make her look terrible? Could specifically to do so. Yes. Well, thank you guys both for coming on and going through this baffling case with me. Your comments were very insightful, and it made me think about a lot that I didn't in the first place. Ariel got a little fucking dark, but... (laughs) (laughs) Comes in with the comedy and leaves with the dismemberment. (laughs) But, for real, thank you. Thank you so much for having us. I uh, hope to host with you again. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you so much for the opportunity. It's been wonderful. And this will not be the last you hear about Dark Waters art. As I said, we are going to be entering a partnership, so I will be updating you guys about what they're doing for me and what you can get from them on their shops and maybe if you were interested in having them help you with some graphic design for any of your own projects that you're doing they can definitely help you out with that sebastian is really good with the like procreate and he's a really talented artist his stickers are a really good representation of how he can work with like unique graphic design thank you Thank that, you. that was my thing. I've been working on Canva and it's like, I can't get it to be like, it's a like clip art and you can, you can customize it a certain amount, but like you have that unique, you, it, you literally draw it. So it's right. like, yeah. It's one of a kind. I'm glad that you enjoyed the case I put together for you guys. And I hope that all of you out there listening enjoyed it as well. You guys can follow me on my socials. On Instagram, it is at podcast n-a-u that is at podcast n-a-u n-a-u is standing for not adding up if that's not clear (laughs) and then i also have a facebook page not adding up and a discussion group not adding up discussion group on facebook my twitter handle is the same as my instagram and it's all conveniently linked in my link tree for you guys So if you guys want to connect with me on any of those socials, you definitely can. And I hope everybody's having a great morning, afternoon, or evening. And I hope you all tune in again soon for another case that just does not add up.